Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Human Challenge, where we explore all the human challenges in today's world, the challenges of being human, and how we can challenge ourselves to be more human for the greater good. I'm your host, Vanessa Ferlano, and today we are talking to Kristen, chocolate scientist, only one of the reasons I wanted <laughs> to come on the show today, an avid marathoner and also co-founder of Seven Summit Snacks, purposeful chocolate to fuel your next adventure. Kristen, welcome to the show. Super happy to have you here. Thank you so much, Vanessa. I'm excited to chat with you today. I um, I know Seven Summit Snacks. I had the opportunity to try your products. Yum, yum, yum. Loved them so much. <laughs> and I loved everything. The taste, amazing. And also loved the visible, uh, what, what would you call like the actual, the, the product appearance of the chocolate, the peaks, mm -hmm. which I'm sure you're going to tell us about, but I'm so happy <laughs> you're here. Um, big news for Seven Summit Snacks for your birthday four-year birthday for Seven yes. Summit Snacks, and you've yeah. got amazing things happening. So please, please tell us what is happening with your company right now after four years of business. What is happening yeah. now? It's, it's kind of uh, one of these things that I tend to downplay and then realize it's kind of a big deal. And it, like our birthday was that. And so our, it was our four-year birthday um, on the 21st of February. And I was like, oh, I'll send a post out about this. And it has one of the highest engagements that we've had in a long time of it um, because people are proud of us. And I am like, oh, yeah, it's just another birthday. I'm like excited about my own birthday, but it's like company birthday, whatever. But um, so, yeah, it's I think it's a testament. We started the company just before COVID started. Um, we've grown every year um, more than 20 percent, which has been really awesome. And we're we're almost a nationwide business now. Um, I've been doing that as a chocolate scientist, um, as an athlete and someone with very little sales and marketing background. So it's like, I feel like, you know what, it's time to give ourselves a little bit of a pat on the back for the grind that we've been in. But um, it's, it was a reason to celebrate, which was great. Um, and yeah, as of it being four years, we've had the same kind of three flavor, uh, three flavors in the market since our start. And our customers are keep poking us when something new coming, when something new coming. And, and so we made it this year. And uh, right now we're running a crowdfunding campaign that is uh, fundraising for our two new flavors and two formats. So that's going to be a whacking four products launched um, this spring. Uh, and we're doing it through Indiegogo. Amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for doing what you do because like I said, the products are amazing. The chocolate <laughs> is so good. Um, and it, yeah, everything about it, the whole, I feel the whole experience of eating, you know, let's be real. Okay. Eating mm -hmm. chocolate. It's an experience. Absolutely. Right? I'm not even trying to be dramatic. <laughs> no, it is an experience. And you know, the mm -hmm. packaging is nice. Um, I think I got the, I think I got one, I think you have a trial box, correct? That's I think right. that was Our the one that box. I received. Yeah, one of yeah. everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and yes, one of everything and in two formats, right? You got mm -hmm. the big bar and then I think is it, it was a mini one if I remember yeah, correctly. It's a, right? our endurance bar, which is our, yeah, our energy bar. Yeah. yeah and, and the, yeah, like the, the whole pack, like the packaging is nice. The packaging of the actual chocolates are also really nice. And then can you tell us a bit more? I love this. The, the, mm -hmm. the design of the chocolate itself, the, the peaks, like they're yeah. literally shaped as triangles. Do you so, have one by chance on you? Oh, can you I like, know. I, I'm the worst at that. And I no. don't have one on <laughs> Um, so the, yeah, 
I've spent a long time, we said I was a chocolate scientist. I spent over a decade um, in research and development at some of the biggest chocolate companies in the world um, making new products. With that came with a lot of like global understanding of consumers. And going into starting a new chocolate business, the, the market's crowded. Starting a new energy bar business, the market is crowded. So we knew from the get-go we needed to show up and we needed to show up professional. We weren't going to do this farmer's market mom and pop thing. It had to be like look legit from the get-go. So we spent money in packaging. We spent money in finding the right design that really complemented the brand. And um, kind of a funny story, when I used to work at um, Mondelez, which was Cad in charge of Cadbury and Milk and Green and Blacks, the industrial designers there who designed the chocolate bars for the for the specific brands, they would they would love it when they got a design challenge for a new bar because they're like, we're we're tired of making Lego blocks because you go into the market and everything looks like Lego blocks of chocolate. So going in, I really wanted to make sure we had a bar that represented our brand that had peaks and angles to it. And, and we found that and we're selling that today. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I love it so much. And, and for myself, you know, yeah, when I opened the package and I, like, it was my first reaction. I was like, oh my gosh, they're triangles. Like it's, it's, it's so, it's honestly like, I want to say it's cute, but I don't know if cute is maybe not the right word, but oh, it good. actually is like, yeah. it's, it was, I loved it. Like the whole experience of it. And, and you could just tell, you know, I think that mm -hmm. when you engage with a brand who puts that much thought and care into what they're creating, that's huge. You know, it's really huge to, as a consumer, it really makes such a big deal. And so I, I absolutely love it. Um, many congratulations on your crowdfunding campaign. I think it's been quite successful. You were telling me, please yeah, share. We're, we are, we hit uh 50% before the halfway date. We set ourselves a goal of 31, 31 days of crowdfunding. Um, so we're halfway there. Um, so now it's the final push for the last two weeks and, um, yeah, really just trying to go outside of our immediate network right now and, and have our friends tell our friends, tell their friends that they should get on board with our new flavors. Um, we really recognize the power of community with our brand and the impact that that has. And a lot of our most loyal customers are because they got recommended by their friend kind of thing. So that word of mouth has been really impactful for us. And so we're hoping to keep spreading that um, in that last two weeks of our funding. That's amazing. And that is really truthfully huge success. You know, um, as, as myself, I've been in the investment space for a decade. And so, you know, when you, yeah, to accomplish 50% of a raise and 50% of your allotted time, I mean, that's huge. And especially like a month, like 31 days is not a lot of time, right? So no. that's actually incredible. <laughs> so like fantastic, many congratulations on that. I mean, I'm, I'm super proud and I'm honored to be now considered a friend of Seven Summit Snacks because now I get to go. <laughs> Absolutely and work are. For her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I, I'm so honored. Everyone, that uh, link will be in the description. So please contribute. It's honestly um, an amazing, amazing company, amazing product. Um, and, and, you know, and, and I think I do also appreciate the, the niche that you kind of found, right? This, this mm -hmm. intersection between the adventure athlete energy bar versus chocolate bar, right? You kind of yeah. found that nice little fit in there. So I think that's, that's amazing. 
Thank you. Yeah, there's truly not another product on the market like it. Of course, there's chocolate that people take out and about with them. Um, the packaging isn't fit for purpose, so it falls apart. Um, and then people who do use Snickers, Mars bars, I am guilty of doing that prior to our own brand, um, have a race day Snickers bar. Um, again, there's, there's like 20% of chocolate on that bar and the rest of it's a, a lot of really highly processed sugar. So, um, so we're really providing uh, high quality ingredients that are good for energizing in a purposeful package and, and giving it to people who like to go out and about who like high quality products and, and want to feel good about um, their body and also the brands they're supporting. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe you can tell us a bit more as a chocolate scientist, you know, Mm -hmm. um, what, you you know, what you were just talking about now around the chocolate, like the, the sourcing of it, and and then how you're bringing in these, these other products that are actually healthy for the body. Maybe tell us a little bit more about that. Absolutely. So yeah, um, not all chocolate is created equally. Um, it grows on a tree. So we're like, yay, it's natural. Um, but they're really the industry itself is, um, is, uh, quite fret with, um, with poverty and, and problems that way. So one of the biggest things I needed to ensure when we were starting our company is one, we're buying ethically sourced chocolate. So ensuring that there's uh, social programs going back to the farming communities that helps them with infrastructure, learning and, um, and fair wages. So we only buy chocolate that goes into those kinds of programs. Um, The second thing that's important is about the ingredients that you're mixing chocolate with. So um, we're using, uh, most of our recipes use a 65% dark chocolate, which is a nice sweet spot in between having the right amount of, um, or a a lower profile in sweetness, but a nice roasted cocoa flavor to it. Um, 70, 80%, 85% dark chocolate can often have the same amount of cocoa beans in it as a 65% dark. But what happens is they're adding extra cocoa butter to get it up to that 70, 80, 85% mark. So the intensity or amount of like powerful ingredient, which is the cocoa bean itself, could be exactly the same in a 65, 70, 80. So we're making sure that we're getting the most bang for a buck with the uh, with the flavanols and with the inherently good ingredients that are coming from the cocoa beans. Um, then we're mixing it with um, natural berries. So we use goji berries. We're using golden berries. Um, so other superfoods that have antioxidants and energizing properties to them. Uh, so there's no artificial flavors in there, no preservatives. Um, and yeah, really just using those natural ingredients to enhance the flavor of the chocolate that we've sourced. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I think that I did not know all that about chocolate. And so I'm assuming flavonoids, that's the that's the healthy part of the of the chocolate. Yeah, those are like the compounds that um, can give uh, you they help take away um, like nasties in your blood, for instance, or free radicals or damage that you get from inflammation. Um, so cocoa itself is a superfood. Um, so we're using high quality cocoa and then again, um, using those antioxidants or the berries, superfoods have the antioxidants in them as well. So things that are colorful, um, are good for you (laughs) and, uh, we all need more color in our life for sure. And so, uh, we, we throw those colorful berries in there to help with that. And then, and I imagine, uh, you know, I know you, I know this bar is really for anybody, but I know in particular mm-hmm. because you live an active lifestyle, you you kind of created this in mind. 
in particular for athletes. And so I would imagine that those ingredients are also supportive for athletes. And, and like you said, like if you're actually running a marathon, yeah. um, is, is that how did the, how does that fit together? Exactly. So like part of the conception for the product was my sister, Liana, who's been on the show. She's a triathlete at the time. I was running marathons. And normally when you're doing these kinds of events, you're having these things called carbohydrate gels, which are basically packs of syrup. Um, and so she was like, can we eat chocolate instead? And I had thought about it, never thought about it critically. You think of chocolate as a treat. And so I was like, actually, chocolate has a really good ingredient profile for um, endurance sport because it's a mix of carbohydrates and fat. And so um, that's where it's the, the, the benefit comes from eating it from like in sports or um, especially in like endurance sport. So the benefit that you're getting is it's cocoa and sugar still, which your body needs for endurance sport, but you're getting a slower release of it over time. So it's like you have a sugar molecule, it's all wrapped in cocoa and cocoa fat, and then that fat dissolves while you're digesting it. And then the sugar is released over time and that's giving you the energy you need. And then you can start to use that fat and digest it a little bit as, as energy as well. So it's really giving you a sustained energy. Chocolate in general gives you a sustained energy. Um, and again, because we're using higher quality cocoa um, and chocolate, less it's a little bit lower in sugar. And so we're adding honey in there for an extra source of carbohydrates. Um, so it's giving you that kind of like really nice and steady, balanced energy. And um, I'm marathon training at the moment. I've got a marathon in two weeks and I'll be fueling on chocolate. I'll probably have four bars in the time that <laughs> it'll take me to run it. But I've been practicing with that and I've felt really sustained the entire time. Right. Thank you so much for that. I think that that is so interesting and I do appreciate this this focus on the sustained release. Um, mm -hmm. I Yeah, I think that's that's so important. And I did not know that about chocolate, that it had that capability in conjunction with the, with the cocoa butter, right? Like that's mm -hmm. the fat, I guess Absolutely. that's like the fatty. Yep. Oh, got yep. it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I did not know that. So I'm, I'm really grateful to know that right now. I think that's really <laughs> interesting. And I'm sure that other athletes, I think that would resonate with a lot of athletes as well. And I think even just everyday people, I'm not training for marathons. Yeah. No, thank you. That was a phase in my life. <laughs> I've, I've, you know what? Like, yeah, that was a phase. I was like all for yeah. it, but I'm, you know, hung up the jersey. Good to go on that one. <laughs> Did they got the t-shirt? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, I definitely see the benefit to anybody because, yeah, you know, other things you get that spike. And in this case, you don't get exactly. that spike, right? You just and get so, that nice sustained mm -hmm. profile. So someone who's looking for like like that afternoon bridge, that's another time where people eat a lot of chocolate or candy bars is they're like, they want something sweet in the afternoon to kind of get them through that three o'clock period before dinner and after lunch. And um, this is where high quality chocolate again seven summit snacks comes into play um, because you're getting that it's our bars are not overly sweet so you're not get but they're satisfying because they're rich in flavor um, and again because it is a balanced mix of that fat and sugar together you're getting that just energy over time and then the other inherent benefit of cocoa so better in dark chocolate as well is it's got a natural source of caffeine so we're not adding caffeine to our bars but you're getting a little bit buzzed on it because or you're not getting buzzed but you're feeling a little bit lift or a little bit of a lift because of the natural uh, caffeine within the chocolate itself as well so it makes sense for that great afternoon snack get you through the rest of the your work day or if you've got a late night or something have a little bit of chocolate again just kind of get you through another hour or two of having that mental focus to get you through your day wow 
That's also very interesting. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that as well. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. And yeah, and I, I'm one of those people. I'm that three o'clock person that I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I need a pick me up right now. Yeah. And I can definitely see that resonating with with me and people like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's 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 fantastic. Um, I want to touch on because you mentioned Leanna. So yes, Leanna <laughs> was on the show a while ago with Tim and there. Leanna can't be here today. She's in Colombia in the nice warm weather. And, and Kristen, you're in Edmonton, right? You're I'm in Edmonton, Edmonton yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm in Sault Ste. Marie. Very cold where we both are. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, no one's upset with Leanna for being in the warm <laughs> weather. There is no bitterness here. Um, but she's, yeah, so she's doing amazing things right now. But I wanted to chat with you. Tell us about starting a business with your business. What's that like? Yeah, but starting, <laughs> starting business a business with your sister. With your sister. Yeah. What's that like? So what's I say? Don't start a business with your family family members and nor your partner. And that is how seven summits is structured. So, um, no, it was really Leanna's idea and, um, I brought it into fruition and she, when I was working in industry before she was kind of like my, my muse or my guiding light with things. And she remembered, she remains that beacon of light for us as a brand. And so she's, she is the consumer. She is the person who's looking for that healthy chocolate, that adventurous kind of taste exploration. Um, She's the one that's reading the label, uh, looking for intuitive marketing. And so for her, it's like this brand is for, is for her. We use her as a guiding light. Um, It's of course, it's always tough to find your feet with whose roles doing what role, like who's doing what in the roles department and and how that split up but over the last four years we're we're finding a flow we understand each other's expectations and and uh what each person brings to the table and so we respect that and and um and work through that as a as a as partners uh, in a business and i know too um i know you also started your own family at the same time so tell us how tell us, like that's a lot that i can't you yeah, know starting a business with your lot. sister now have you know starting your own family yeah it's been uh, it's been a crazy wild ride the last year um i had my son in may and so he's growing so of course our our growth year wasn't quite as much as we had been in the previous years um He's like my second child because Seven Summits is my first. <laughs> but no, he's um, he's been wonderful. So it's been hard to find um, balance because, again, as a as an entrepreneur, you want to put everything you like. You don't work, you 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 don't succeed. So <laughs> you have to put the time in and find the time to do that. But then also find the balance of um, spending time with your your new child. And uh, my partner is amazing in that he's really taken on the dad duties to allow me to plow forward um, with with the business and the strategic decisions. And then he's been picking up a lot of the, a lot of the slack on, he calls himself a gopher, um, in the little tasks that he can get done around the business while, um, while he's caring for our Isaac, our son, in the meantime. Um, but then that means that dinner time is like, okay, let's do strategic marketing and strategic decision making. <laughs> rather than like, how was your day? It's like, okay, what are we doing about this? Let's problem solve. So, um, so yeah, just our, our conversations might be a little different to, um, a conventional family potentially, but, uh, we somehow make it work and, and we've had a great start to this year with some big accounts coming on, uh, and picking us up as a brand as a testament to our, our perseverance over the last three years. 
That's amazing. And, you know, I, I really welcome this, this conversation around not just entrepreneurship, but being a woman in the space, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, women, we have to have children, not we have to have children, but like we make that choice, we have children, Mm -hmm. but then we still, you know, we're still running a business. And, and I, for myself being in the impact investment space, Mm -hmm. we see these challenges very often, not, not the challenge of having a children and necessarily running, uh, running a business challenge of, of how that actually impacts business growth, strategy growth, like you said, right, your growth, Mm -hmm. uh, like it had to slow down. And, that's, mm-hmm. you know, no, like, I mean, it doesn't, it is what it is, but like, it's unfortunate that that's the reality because it's also yeah. like 10 times harder as a female uh, or a woman led uh, entrepreneur of a woman led venture to raise capital. We all know those stats, like 2% yeah. of VC funding goes <laughs> to women. I mean, that's, that's very sad that that's just like a normal statistic. Yeah. Um, but that's why I'm very grateful for these types of conversations because they are real. You know, these and are that's... real conversations, real struggles. And it's uh, it hit home for me in the last two weeks. I was part of a pitch competition where I was one of, I don't think, maybe two other female entrepreneurs out of 20. Um, and one of our charts, because you have to talk about your growth, you have to talk about your traction. So it's 20%, 20%, 5%. And you're like, well, what happened? Like, well, I had a baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> and like that, that's not coming on the slides of the other... <laughs> of the other 18 founders in the conversation. Um, so I think, again, it's like the fact you have to explain yourself um, is not always there for um, for other groups of, of startups and, and companies. Right. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and I think that even to be in that scenario and then, you know, an investor, like you said, investor kind of sees like, oh, now suddenly mm-hmm. what, like your pregnancy, your, your gift to give human life to the planet <laughs> is now a risk, like is like a perceived risk yeah. to an investor, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, that yeah. whole, mm-hmm. the whole logic of it, it just really frustrates me. And so, yeah. uh, yeah, like I said, like, I'm always really grateful to hold space for these conversations because, you mm-hmm. know, they are real and there has to be better ways and we need to be more open-minded as investors, um, you know, in terms of, of how we're, how we're working with other members of our community and then you know like i said like that should not be considered our business risk that is life and you know you're dealing with early stage ventures like you have to consider that in your portfolio and your investment thesis in a very different way right or else you're missing out on opportunities and so yeah i'm really grateful for that perspective and so i think i'm finding support um through other women-led organizations that are there for support for and empowerment of women and women entrepreneurs so um yeah through companies or um, organizations like Coralis or, or through Movement 51, who might, they help to support women entrepreneurs finding investment, getting ready for investment. And so we're part of looking to be part of those kinds of um, growth circles um, and support networks. Uh, so you can relate and have uh, investors such as yourself um, and investment companies kind of give the feedback to say, hey, this is how you can present your message in a compelling way because um, you don't want to scare off (laughs) those VCs or or potential investors. You can just tweak your messaging. And so we look for those uh, training or I look for those training opportunities um, that are out there. Right. Um, I appreciate that. And I think it's really great you know, I'm, I'm in the Canadian investment mm-hmm. uh, ecosystem and then also a little bit in the U.S. And so I think it's really great that there are those resources being pushed out. And I think mm-hmm. it's the same for, um, you know, diverse founders. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's really great to know that there are people that are trying to have these conversations, trying to offer resources and make these conversations a bit more, um, you know, creating action from these conversations. 
Um, I want to last thing I want to kind of circle back to the crowdfunding campaign. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was also, I think that also came from the, uh, I think that also came from just, I think it was part of being, uh, I think you utilize that tool over like traditional investing. Was it for the same reason Mm -hmm. because of these challenges you were facing, um, as a woman entrepreneur? Absolutely. So I think part of it is, yeah, looking, we recognize the power of our community, um, and how they, are on board for supporting us as a brand. Um, And so we validated our product idea in 2020 with a crowdfunding campaign and started our business that way. It felt natural for us to kind of get back into that space uh, as a way with these two new products or four new products, two new flavors um, to kind of go full circle with that again and and give it a shot Um, because we our community does want to support us. And, and again, the power of that um, referral is important. Um, the word of mouth is, uh, yeah, has, has proven to be a powerful tool for us. And so um, by having our, our core community support us, we are able to fund the launch right away. And, and part of the reason why we didn't, why I've waited so long to launch these products is, is funding. It's like you, we have to, in the packaged goods industry, you have to buy all your materials up front, your cash flow, you need to start to recruit it. And it's always a, a battle. It's like, well, do I spend my extra dollars on marketing or do I spend them on, on product development? And so we've been spending them on marketing for the last few years and, and uh, our consumers are hungry for something new and, and we're making that happen and we're, we're guaranteeing that to happen by them by doing this crowdfunding campaign and they'll get exclusive access to the products before it'll be available to stores. Great. Thank you so much. I, once again, I'm going to provide the link for the campaign um, in the description. So please check that out and be welcome to, uh, what would you, is it not really donate? Is it don't, it's not donate. Cause you're, no, you're getting, you're getting right? chocolate for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, we're, we're, we're effectively taking, uh, pre-orders is what it is. And all the shipping's built in already. So it's a, we've got some bundles that are flat fees uh, for people to try out. Uh, if you want uh, combos of both flavors, both formats, or if you're just like gung-ho on like, I like dark mint chocolate and give it all to me, then you can do it that way as well. And then if you are feeling generous, you can give us, We ha- there's a spot for extra money there. Um, and uh, your contributions will give you um, store discounts. Uh, for for taking part in that option as well. Amazing. Thank you so much. Maybe real quick after this crowdfunding campaign, what's next for Seven Summit Snacks? So you got these two these new flavors you're releasing. What's next? Yeah, so we're really trying to have a big growth year this year. Um, I have a personal goal of being in ten at least 10 stores in the US by the end of the year. We're literally about to go to Japan um, in the next week. Uh, we've been working with the government of Alberta and Agriculture Alberta to uh, find export partners for our products there. So we're doing a trade show there in addition to running the Tokyo Marathon. And, um, and then, um, so yeah, so export... Um, developing our market out east and developing our market into the United States. Um, and with that, I'm trying to, so again, funding is a huge part of the, of the problem um, when you're trying to grow. And so I'll be leveraging um, some of those women-owned uh, or women-led organizations to help get us investor-ready um, to do a friends and family round in probably about a year's time. Amazing. 
Um, very happy for you. Very grateful for the work you do. Very excited for all of this on top of a marathon. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. <laughs> Just had a baby um, nine months ago and I'm going to run a marathon. Yeah. I know. Honestly, that's amazing. And I'm super happy and I'm really grateful that, you know, we get to share this conversation because, you know, like this is, I think, the power of, of women, right? That we're able yeah. to do these things, that we can build <laughs> ventures, we can have children and go run a marathon like nine months later. Like that's, you know, like, and, and it's just, I'm super grateful that we get to to get to mm-hmm. like really showcase this so thank you so much once again everyone be welcome to buy your pre-order at the crowdfunding campaign on indiegogo at the link and um, we will definitely be following seven summit snacks to see what happens next awesome thank you so much for this opportunity vanessa it was lovely to chat